0: The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money in life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. It's the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Lynn. Today's podcast episode, I wanted to address a couple questions that I recently got working with financial advisors through the years, and also being one myself for a period of time. And those questions are: Why is there such a low retention rate of financial advisors? And can I become one at the age of 40? If you've been thinking about a career as a financial advisor, today's podcast episode is one you're going to want to hear. Before I get started on this podcast episode, if you like the podcast, go ahead and subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Today's podcast episode, I wanted to address these questions on the career path of a financial advisor, why there's such a low retention rate, and also the question of becoming one at an older age, specifically at the age of 40, was a question that I got. And the low retention rate of financial advisors, you have to understand, is really nothing new. However, the rate at which financial advisors actually survive in the industry has likely gotten even lower over the last 20 years. And it is estimated that around 70% of newly licensed financial professionals, they leave the business within three years. So when you look at that, only 30% of the people that become licensed financial advisors actually make it as one. When they enter the business, that that 30% are the only ones that survive probably part of the low retention of financial advisors is due to the fact that a lot of people get into the business because it really is much easier to do than most people might believe. And getting in is, it's the easy part, but surviving as a financial advisor is not. And that has a lot to do with that low retention rate uh, being a financial advisor. And there really is a... There is a real attraction to becoming a financial advisor due to the money and a comfortable living a person could potentially earn. The financial advisor business, you have to understand it's it's first about money. A successful advisor must be good with sales and relationships. Actually knowing about investing is really not that important. I know that's hard to believe, and I will say, sure, there, you know, there are some financial advisors that are good at actual financial advice, and most of them do need to know more than the average investor, but they don't necessarily need to be an expert in investing or a genius. Now, I've worked in the financial industry for a few different brokerage firms over the years, and as both an advisor and a uh, technology consultant in the business, one of my roles at one time was working with advisors and bringing them over from other brokerage firms to the one that I worked for. any given time, I'd work with 10, 15 advisors in a couple month period. Like I said, I, be working with advisors, a lot of advisors over the years, I've kind of gotten some, some insight into this subject. And, and I can tell you there are advisors, like I said, that are very good with investments. And there are some that are not. Some of the most financially successful financial advisors are not even realistically able to do many calculations on a calculator, while ones that are good with calculations might be struggling to stay in business. A financial advisor's job is, realistically, it's to sell potential clients on investing with them. Someone who is charismatic, likable, and presents a trustworthy personality with good sales skills, can be a successful financial advisor. With even good selling skills, the other obstacle to to being a financial advisor is finding qualified, wealthy clients. Financial advisors do not become successful by, you need to understand, by working with people with no money. They need to fill their, their client list with wealthy investors to pay their bills. And without this, an advisor is, probably sure to fail. Money is, it's really the the first factor to becoming a financial advisor. After all, it really is a profession of sales first. A new advisor that has a good network of wealthy people they can call on to become clients can be successful even if they're not good with sales or investments. Having a natural market of affluent people greatly increases an advisor's chances for success. An example of the money factor I can use here is with an advisor I once knew that he played professional baseball for a short period of time. He became injured early in his career and needed another profession once he left baseball. The answer was becoming a financial advisor. He, he was able to call upon the wealthy circle of people he had known from playing professional sports. And this gave him a real advantage and likely guaranteed his success in the business. Money, it's one factor in the financial advisor industry. As a new advisor, if you have a good natural market of wealthy investors, this will likely get you into a brokerage firm or with a good independent advisor even with very little education or background in the financial services industry. The financial advisor business in Wall Street in general, it's, it's one of a, it's a large pyramid scheme type business to be perfectly honest. Not that it's really a scheme or a legal, but the payment method for a lot of the financial business flows through a series of people that all collect their, their share. This is from the salespeople to a branch manager and onto the brokerage firm and the actual investments themselves. This is why money is the number one factor for an advisor surviving. If you're not bringing in clients as a financial advisor that meets and exceeds sales goals, then you're likely not going to survive. Also, an advisor that doesn't bring in money will have a hard time earning a living for themselves. This is a quick way to seeing that being an advisor will not work out and people get out of the business for for this reason often. New financial advisors often get lower payouts on the business they do because a lot of them do not immediately bring in the assets that they need in order to get a higher commission scale. And this makes it difficult to survive for someone that's, that's new in the business. For a new advisor with the natural wealthy market of new clients, it can be much easier because they would likely receive more of the money that they bring in. Assets are the key to being a financial advisor. The more you bring in, the better off you will be. Now, I, I've seen advisors that bring in a lot of money and they're able to pretty much do whatever they want. This means a branch manager doesn't tell them what to do and often any regulatory issues a very successful advisor might be involved in. Just, it becomes a cost of doing business. Yes, there are brokerage firms that will allow a very successful advisor to work in a manner that is sometimes borderline unethical or illegal. The money this type of advisor brings in will often outweigh any legal costs, thus a cost of doing business with a positive net gain. The financial advisor business today is it's much different than it was a few decades ago. And this is why the retention rate today is, is so low as well. Now, just to kind of explain my situation, I was an advisor for a period of time many years ago and was hired in with about 20 people at the same time. And within just one year, there were only three of the original 20 left. This was before the stringent do not call rules and laws with solicitation over the telephone. So cold calling was common and believe it or not, somewhat even successful. Today, it's a much different story. Being a financial advisor, it's, it's much different. Cold calling is not as easy. Commission structures are often being cut back and robo-advisors are becoming much more common. This is in addition to the increasing news of fraudulent financial professionals, along with the crackdown on Ponzi schemes. The truth is today that most people say they do not completely trust financial advisors and money managers. The low retention rates for financial advisors is it's partly due to how difficult it is to find qualified clients with the assets to, to quite plainly to make a living. But it is also probably due to how the industry has changed and the distrust of investors. Now, someone had asked me, can I become a financial advisor at the age of, of 40? And a lot of times beginning in some type of a career, changing careers, people do decide to become a financial advisor. And what I can tell you is, Like I said, first you need to know that being a financial advisor, it's not gonna require that you become a financial genius. At the age of, of 40, you don't need to get into taking years and years of formal education to become a financial advisor. So the possibility is definitely there at the age of 40 or older. The business, like I said, it's about relationships and then about sales. You will need to, to first develop relationships with people that will trust you with their money and then sell them on your service. And once you have a customer base sold on on how you can help them, then their money is invested with you. Financial advisors do often have more investing knowledge, like I said, compared to to most people. However, they generally do not know much more than probably a well-educated investor that isn't a financial advisor. For quite some time now, financial advisors, they've had the assistance of software to help them make informed investment decisions for their clients. This same software is now more readily available to the general public. And working in some different brokerage firms over the past decade or so, I can tell you that There are successful financial advisors, like I said, that that do have a lot of investment knowledge. Then there's some that are quite plainly, they're, they're clueless. They can't even do basic math calculations. However, what successful advisors do have in common is they can build relationships and sell people to invest with them. If you have good sales skills and can easily build relationships, this is an advantage you'll have starting in the financial advisor business at at age 40 or even older. Another thing you need to consider that can help you with being an advisor at age 40 is your initial market of prospective clients. Do you have a, a natural market of people that you could talk to that have money? If not, you will have a much more challenging time probably building your business. Financial advisors, They don't make money off of people with average size investment portfolios. To be successful in a short period of time without taking years to build your business at age 40, you will need people with money that can work with you. You're also going to need to tap into getting referrals from those same people. Being in the right circle of people can make a financial advisor very successful quickly with little experience as an advisor in the beginning. It will be more important to have clients with money that you can call on. Now I will tell you one of the problems you will have with starting a career at age 40 as a financial advisor is going to be experience. Most new prospective clients that you're going to meet with, meet with, they're going to prefer someone with experience and they're often going to prefer someone with 10 years or more experience. This doesn't mean you wouldn't do a better job than someone with a lot of experience, but People generally want someone to manage their money that has seen both up and down markets. Also, they will prefer someone that has gone through a few elections in the financial business, along with a recession or two. Even without much experience as a financial advisor, you will have an advantage over a 25-year-old just for being older. And I can tell you this, I saw this firsthand when I started as a financial advisor myself at around the age of 30. I worked with mostly recent college kids in their early 20s. Although I was 30, I probably looked closer to to 40. That's probably not necessarily a good thing. But at the time it was, I was able to to get more business through code calls and just meeting people compared to younger coworkers. And this was basically just due to my age and and how I physically looked. Being older can be an advantage as, you know, as being a financial advisor. What you need to know is that if you, if you take the path of becoming a financial advisor at age 40, it's likely not going to be an easy one. And this is something that I will definitely stress that, that you think about, unless you have a great natural market of of wealthy people, wealthy investors you can call on for business. It can take some time, 10 years or more, to really build a successful business as a financial advisor. Knowing potentially wealthy investors can speed this process up. But even then you will need a good probably solid three to five years to to really get going. The financial advisor career is not an easy one and The odds are against most people. The financial advisor business can be very lucrative, and this is why so many people give it a try at age 20, 30, 40, or even older. It's very much like getting into being a real estate agent. The initial work to get into the field is not too difficult, but the reward can be high. Because so many people try out being a financial advisor, the statistics show, like I said, that 70% of them They leave the business within three years, and this should tell you that it's not easy to be successful. The positive side, if you do make it through to the other side of being a financial advisor and you are successful, it can be a rewarding career and even at age 40. A successful financial advisor I know once said, something he said to me that really kind of stuck with me was being a financial advisor is the best part-time job for full-time money. If being a financial advisor is something you wanna try out, then I say give it a try. It doesn't matter if you're age 40 or 50 years of age. You just need to know the odds of success are not that good for most people. If you know wealthy people that would be willing to invest with you, then you could definitely be successful in the business at age 40 or 50. You would also be very financially comfortable just remember that being a financial advisor is not about the the stock market or investing. The financial advisor business, you need to know it's first about relationships. You're going to need to build those relationships and then sell those people on why they should invest with you. You can be a financial advisor and you can be one at 40. You just need to know that unless you've got that gen- general market of wealthy clients, it's, it's gonna be difficult. And if you really wanna know what people look for in a financial advisor, there is a guide I've got on the website, this guide on 25 questions to ask a potential financial advisor. It, it could help out if you read through that. It might show you what you would be up against as far as having experience you know, as an advisor and starting over at the age of 40 in the business. Being a financial advisor, it it can be a good career. So if it is something you are considering, again, even at the age of 40, just take a look at it. And if it's something you think you can do, give it a try. Like I said, if you make it to the other side of being a financial advisor, Where you make it through those first few years and you build up a good client list, it can be a rewarding career. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. Let me know your thoughts on the financial advisor industry. Are you someone that is currently a financial advisor? Did you try a career as an advisor or are you considering it? You can send your comments and questions directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. The next podcast episode, I'm gonna be talking about student loans and what the average repayment period is. A lot of the time college loans are presented as just a short 10 year repayment plan. But most of the time student loan payments, they end up being much longer. If you're thinking about taking out student loans for college, the next podcast is one You won't want to miss.